Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we are brought to you by AutoZone. So listen, if you're dealing with a dead battery, and who who doesn't deal with a dead battery every now and again? Here's what you do. Don't fret. Don't worry. Don't get upset. Don't pull out your hair. Don't beat on your car window. Don't cry. Just go to AutoZone. AutoZone is America's number one battery destination, and here's why. Because they offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Who does that? So next (laughs) time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone. It's your battery solution and the number one battery destination in these United States of America. We got Eddie House, the NBA champion, three-point sharpshooter, coming up at the bottom of the hour uh, but first, Rob, we're going to get into it. And we brought it up with Eric Dickerson, but this is going to be a great conversation because I, I think it's interesting. And, and we look forward, of course, as always, to hearing what the listeners think. But yesterday after the Rams victory uh, over the Seahawks, Sean McVay was asked. He didn't bring it up himself. He was asked if Cooper Cup, his wide receiver, should be in the MVP race because Cooper Cup is well on his way to winning the wide receiver triple crown. And Rob, you're big on triple crowns. You 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 somehow are even going to give it to Vlad Guerrero Jr. the MVP. I wasn't the if only one. If he had one. a triple crown, I wasn't the you, only one. I don't care triple crown, quadruple crown. That's actually what what Shohei got the quadruple crown <laughs> for pitching and hitting. But anyway. Uh, Cooper Cup leads the NFL in catches, 122, 20 more than the second-place receiver. Leads it in yards, almost 300 more than the second-place receiver with 1,625. And touchdown receptions, 14. That's three more than the receiver in second place. He was asked, should he be the MVP? Here's what Sean McVay said. He has an idea of how well he's playing, but he is truly one of the most humble, special players I've ever been around. And he doesn't need all the accolades. I mean, I think it's great he gets his first Pro Bowl recognition. I don't know how he's not going to be a first-team All-Pro player. I think he's a legitimate candidate for a lot of awards, but he is about our team. You know, he's interested in leading the right way, making the plays that, uh, you know, that are instrumental and vital to the outcomes of really our team's success. Well, to McVay's credit, Rob, he didn't say yes. He didn't. Yeah, right. And he didn't even use the term MVP. Right. Right. Think about that. He didn't even use that term. And I'll just say this. I have a hard time wrapping my mind around a receiver being the MVP. I mean, and even though I was looking at an article today, Rob, by Bucky Brooks. It was an old article for NFL Network or wrong? NFL.com. <laughs> well, maybe, but it was his his objective <laughs> point of view, right? But he was listing the most important positions in the sport. Obviously, quarterback was number one. Uh, rush, I think pass rusher 
No, this left designated tackle. left tackle was three. I think pass rusher was right. two, but receiver was five. Ahead of running back, and obviously it's more important than a running back at this in this, in this, this day and this age, type right, of the football. way that they right. play the game, right? So it's an important position, but no receiver has ever won the award. And Rob, he, here's why I think I don't feel like you can have a receiver as the MVP, or just it's just hard to fathom. Because I think, look, every offensive position is dependent. Defensive positions, of course, somewhat dependent. But for the most part, you got to do your job, right? If I'm a cornerback, I got to be, I got to ball, no matter what everybody else is doing. And, and you can't stop me from balling. If I'm a linebacker, so on and so forth, pass rusher. On offense, virtually all the positions are dependent, certainly the skill positions, including quarterback. But Rob, I would I think I'd say wide receiver is the most dependent position in the sport. Well, well, I 100%. And here's the problem with a wide receiver being the MVP. He's not throwing himself the football. <laughs> so if he's a if if his numbers are crazy, Chris, how about the guy throwing him the ball? Quarterback's going to be crazy. So not only does he have good numbers with him, He's throwing the ball to the running backs right. out of the backfield. He's throwing to other receivers. Right. He has other touchdowns with other guys. It doesn't even make right. sense. It, it, it just it, – it can. Then you have to say Matthew Stafford's the MVP, Chris, right? If, if, right, because if he's Cooper not Cup. only hitting Cup. He's hitting, he was hitting Woods. He's hitting Van Jefferson. Now he's hitting OBJ. OBJ, right. So, no, so that's that, why right. – that's why it's hard for – and it doesn't mean that Cooper Cup's not having a great season. He's having a fantastic season. But, Chris, here's the other part that I'm going to push back on in this new NFL. When they when they tell me, well, it's the fourth most uh, TD by uh, a wide receiver, those other guys on the list, they didn't throw the ball every down. Right. They didn't throw the ball with the regularity and the abundance that they throw the football now. Nor, Rob, I don't want to, before you go on, nor did they have the favorable rules that you have today. Exactly. The quarterback could get clocked. The receiver could get clocked. 100%. And no, all the kid gloves are on, Chris. Right. Receivers know, and so do the quarterbacks. They take advantage of it. Uh, And I I don't think that you could look at that and, and say to yourself, Cooper Cup's the best player in the league, I, I, or the MVP of the league. I, as as well as he's played, uh, which he has, but the numbers are inflated. We talk about it every day. Every time some middle-of-the-road quarterback passes an NFL icon quarterback, Chris, right? Oh, yeah. You look at it yeah. every no, day. I, yeah, exactly. And There's we go, no, what? no way to compare. And it goes, uh, obviously, if it's happening to quarterbacks, it's, it's going to happen same with wide receivers, right. exactly. So that's why right. the numbers are inflated. They and, don't and look, feel his real. numbers are great. I mean, that, that's this is not to belittle what We're he's not. doing because Rob, I just said it. I mean, all these receivers today are playing in this age of you know just throwing the ball all over the place, and he's still way ahead of them in everything. But, so but he's even, having a great year. Yeah, but even even like he's got three more touchdowns. I mean. Uh, Chris, is it, by the time the year's out, could it be that somebody has the same number as him or one oh, less yeah. or one yeah. more? Yeah. It ain't like, oh, my God, he's got 25 touchdowns and the next guy has nine. 
like right. like you know what I mean or nine. Well, left. I think what you're saying is if if you or maybe you're like there's no way a receiver can ever be MVP. I just I, I but don't I think you're saying he would have to his numbers would have to be off the, the charts. Roof. Right, off, like, off the charts where you're like you got 10 more touchdowns than the next receiver like well, it would have to be so big of a gap Chris because to me if uh Cooper if if uh Cooper Cup has one or two more touchdowns than the next guy is that really like an MVP season Yeah I, when I think of a well first of all when you think of the running backs who've won it um, they've typically had seasons that were far and away the best at their position. Right. right? Uh, so there's that. And he, again, he's clearly having the best, you know, season at his position because it's not just the touchdowns, but it's the yards and it's no, the, I get it. you know, the receptions and all that. But Rob, and this Cooper Cup is a all-around receiver. Sometimes he's in the slot. Sometimes he's not. Uh, he can go deep. You know, he he's he's a great route runner, obviously. Um, you know, he he does it all though. He's got, I think, the most long receptions, 20 plus yards of he's any gotta have the most receiver targets, in the league. Yeah. Stafford throws to him a lot. Right. So, I mean, he's he's an all-around receiver. But when I do fathom a receiver getting it, and I don't even know if I'd vote in this case for a receiver, but when I do fathom what I'd have to see from a receiver, Rob. To consider him as the MVP or close, I'm thinking of a Randy Moss. Like, I'm thinking of a dude who's got blazing speed and not just a Tyreek Hill, but blazing speed and height. Like, Randy Moss not only was the fastest dude on the field, Rob, but he was tall and he could jump like he could make you change your whole defense. Chris. Or I, I, a T.O. Terrell where he catches right. a slant and take it 70 yards. Chris, a, I used a nine to watch, yard slant and take it 70 yards. I, I always feel that I was I was lucky in in covering the Lions every week for 20 years, basically. But during that time when he was with the Vikings. So I got to see Randy Moss play oh, yeah. twice live every year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he used to kill them, dude. Like, I, it was, I used to just shake my head at his speed, at just like you said, his leaping ability, his yep. hands. I, I just – You was, could just throw it up there. Yes. They and he, used to if do it's it. in the vicinity, he's getting it. Dante Culpepper, once a game, Chris, at least, would just be like on a – go. tell him, go pattern. Just go. And just throw it up. Like they could, yep. they would do that at yep. least once a game. Dante Culpepper, t- Rob. People probably a lot of people might not even have heard it. He was right. looking like he was going to be a Pro Bowler the way he oh, was yeah. throwing the football With Randy to Randy Moss. Moss. They had some and Chris team, Carter. Man. Yep, yep. They had some team. And, and so, and he may, maybe he was even a Pro Bowler with Moss, but he you know, it looked like he'd have a long, year, great Dante career. Culpepper, yeah. Culpepper, right? Yeah. He faded quick, but but that's what I'm talking. Like it would have to be a dude. Like I said, you like you said one just a go route. Once a game, you throw it up, he's covered, and he's still coming down with it every time. Or a guy that's taking short routes and consistently, like every couple games, taking it to the house. Right. 60. Like that, that's what I, because that would show, Rob, we talked about it being dependent. Well, once you catch it, if you catch a six yard pattern and turn it into a 70 yard touchdown, now that's not dependent. You right. just did it. You just own, made it happen, you just, right. Right. If you just go up and get, grab the ball over two defenders because you outleap them, then that's not dependent. That's just you. 
And so that's kind of what I'd probably have to see, Rob, from a, from a receiver to really even put him seriously in the conversation. Yeah, and I would like to go back and revisit it, but maybe we can check it out. But the year Randy Moss had with Tom Brady, I, I don't. Well, how many votes did he get for MVP? Oh, I'm and sure they, he didn't get in. And he right. had an unbelievable year, Chris. Right? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, and and I'm just saying now, if Randy Moss gets no votes, or I don't know if he got any, I, Rob G, if you could look that up, that would be interesting just to see. You know, Chris, how many votes he got if he got any There's votes? There's no, I can't imagine. Yeah, Rob G, looked at because I, Rob, I'd Tom be Brady had, if he got Tom a vote. Brady had 50 touchdowns, so I'm thinking Tom Brady got all the votes, right? Yeah, I'm guessing Brady. I mean, Brady's won three. That was probably one of that the had years to be, yeah, he that, won it. It yeah. had to be one. I mean, I, yeah. I, I can't imagine who would have won the MVP that year. Right, right. But, so, um, yeah, it, it's a good discussion, though. And again, Cooper Cup's playing. Terrific. To answer your question before we go to uh, the yes. upcoming commercial, no, he did not get a single vote during See? that year. And what were his numbers, Rob G? Do you have them? Uh, I do not, but I can okay. tell you, though, that he got four votes uh, his rookie season when he exploded For on MVP. the scene. Yes. That's incredible. Wow. That's I how big of an impact he had, though. He was he right. Was like, I mean, from he day was, one. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that dude, people don't know. <laughs> you see him, and he's doing well. He's he's. You really, know who was I another like guy? I, 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 well, people I covered his first game, Chris, and Quan Bolden, and he played the Lions. And in the very first game of the year, can you believe this? Charles Rogers from Michigan State. You remember the receiver, yep. Charles yep. Rogers, yep. and Anquan Bolden. They was both their debuts in the NFL, and they both, you know, had like two or three touchdowns and over two hundred yards receiving. Both of them. In their very first game. And look at the difference of the two careers. Right. It's amazing. But both of them. Right. And and Charles has passed. I mean, that is just, which is mind-boggling. Right. And Rob, Moss, his rookie year, has 17 touchdowns. Cups got 14. And he averaged 19 yards a catch. Right. Cups averaging 13 yards a catch. Do you see what I'm and saying? The, like, year, the year with Brady in 07, Moss had 23 touchdowns. That's what I – he got no votes, Chris. Right, no right. Vote. That's what And I'm nobody even thought twice about it. Like, it, it, it wasn't even like, wow, Moss didn't get any votes. It was no. No. They all went to Brady. Yep. Brady Brady won it that year, Rob G. He had to be the MVP that year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be honest, guys. It, it not Rob probably don't even care. That was the first year I ever started thinking Tom Brady might be the GOAT. I don't care. Can we go to commercial? I don't care. <laughs> but seriously, I was, you know, he had, and you like to poo-poo around. It's just a fact. He never had great receivers before that. And he was winning Super Bowls and he was doing this. And I looked at it like, wow. Like, you give this dude a stud receiver and he's breaking records. Okay, don't we have to go? I mean, come on, let's go. I know it hurts your feelings, but it's it is too what it much. Is. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996. 6369, your turn to weigh in. Could you imagine Cooper Cup or any wide receiver ever realistically winning the NFL's MVP award? We will continue the conversation with you next. It's Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport 
and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. DJ Alex Teicher in the crates, even though it's all Christmas music. Love Christmas songs. Wow. Slow jam. Christmas slow jams. The Christmas quiet storm up in here in the Fox Sports Radio studios. It can happen easily, everybody. A few drinks become a few too many. Next thing you know, it's time to go home, and you're saying, eh, do I really need a driver? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Get pulled over, lose my license, total my car. No! You could kill somebody, or you could kill yourself. So drive sober or get pulled over. This is paid for by NHTSA. 877-99 on Fox. Can you see Cooper Cup or any other wide receiver ever realistically winning the MVP award? All right, let's kick it off with uh, Kenneth in San Antonio. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Kenneth? So I was, I've was i been listening to you guys for a few minutes. I just got off work not long ago, and y'all were talking about uh, mainly Cooper Cup not being able to be the MVP because you feel like it's, it's skewed more for for him with, you know, Stafford throwing him the ball all the time. and you know, Well, that's not like, really uh, wasn't the main reason. Yeah, that's not the main thing. We just threw that out there. You say it's a defended position. That's the main well, thing. Well, I, I just – the reason I called is I, I feel like it's, you know, it's too many quarterbacks. And I guess it's always a quarterback pretty much that gets picked for the MVP vote, but – you know, I don't really feel like Tom Brady should have won several of the ones he's gotten with all the talent he's had around him, you know, and you guys were talking earlier about, you know, it's a different league now, you know, the you can't touch the receivers or you can't really touch the quarterback or anything like that. Well, I don't know whether y'all watched the game last night, but Godwin would probably disagree with you about that. And so you, can, you can hit receivers, though, but you can't hit them. You can't hit him anyway the, like you used to. You can't right. hit him in the head. I mean, that's he, why they're hitting got, him low. He, yeah, but he got – well, I don't know. About I mean, that. I, I'm not, the guy we hit was legit. Don't get me wrong. We're not the saying the they don't tackle. It's still right. tackle football. Exactly. But we're but, just saying but the game it's not has like changed. it yes, – You, it's you not like also know – the quarterback, I mean, they used to kill Joe Montana and people like that when he played in his day. It's just right. a, it's a That's different all we're game. Saying. You, you don't hurt, you can't hurt the quarterback. They don't want it done. So the rules are very crisp. Even when they're doing their throw, like how many times do you see roughing the passer now where he's right. letting go? And, right. And a defender, what's the defender, how do you supposed stop? to do? Exactly. How do you, that, how do you that stop? really ticks me off. Right. When like, a guy's like moment, he's going, he's about to hit him and he throws the ball and you're going to. He gets penalized. I mean, come on. Roughing the passer. That that is not a fair penalty on the defense. All right, Santos in Ohio. What is this? Ohio, California. Ohio, California. You're on the the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. You said it right, Ohio. Yo, uh, I agree with you, man. Like, back in the days, we had, like, Ronnie Lott. There was a different kind of fear with wide right. receivers. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? They were like, oh, my God, I might get killed going over the middle. Going <laughs> right. back to Daryl Stingley, he, like, paralyzed somebody. 
Yeah, and a lot of people don't know Chris and I. Chris and I mentioned Daryl Stingley and Jack Tatum. Right. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they would just come through and it was over. So a lot of guys they didn't want to do that. They were just like, nope, I'm not risking my life for that. You know what I mean? And so it it was a different it was a different style back then. Like you guys said, you can't even touch the guy these days. But like like you put the Cooper Cup back in the days and he was able to catch some passes, give him the MVP. Yeah, those days are long gone, Santos. No, you know. Hey, All we right. we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Merry yep. Christmas to you and your family. Yep. Uh, Will in the Twin Cities. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Will? What up? Will. Will. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How <laughs> Merry are you? Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm you good. You called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Will, real real, real, real quick, we got snow in Minneapolis or no? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, I just wanted to back off of what y'all were saying. They used to have a place here uh, called Randy. Can you get closer to your phone? Yeah, yeah, and we want to hear this. This is what we're talking about, Randy Moss. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying they had a place called Randy Go Get It. Right. There's no doubt. Chris, I watched it. I, I watched it in Detroit. And he used to just just go, and yep. they'd throw the ball up to him, and he'd make a play. Could be pass interference, like it was just it was just go. It was yep. at least once a game. So yep. Will is right watching the Vikings. No doubt, no doubt. All right, Eddie House joining us in a moment, the NBA champion. But first, be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, thank you, B-Fin. It's the Odd Couple coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And look, do you think it's okay to drive stone? I mean, real talk. Because the truth is your reaction times slow down when you're high. And the fact that it's legal now to smoke marijuana, that, that don't mean your reaction times don't slow down. They do. All right? You, and you're not only putting yourself in danger, but everybody around you, whoever's in the car with you, you know, whoever is on the road with you. So stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. Even the brownies, even the gummy bears, the clear, the rub on, whatever, the ointment. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. This is paid for by NHTSA. That's right. You know who it is when the funky music comes on. NBA champion, sharpshooter, Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst, our man, Eddie House. What Yo. up, E? Happy holidays, fellas. Yes, yes sir. Are man, you all you done too. shopping, Eddie? You all got everything together? Yeah, I've been done. I ain't no last-minute cat. You feel me? I get that done <laughs> early, man. I'm with you. I'm not that guy. Chris still got to go shopping on Christmas Eve. No, nah, I'm uh, done. Me? I mean, I think I'm done. Yeah? My wife does most of it, but. I think yeah. I'm done. I got her little. Oh, well, yeah, you you done then. If she take care of the business, you, all <laughs> right. I mean, you might not be done uh, clearing, a, uh, you know, running the credit card. But right, you, <laughs> right, right. You right. ain't really I'm doing that now. The store. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. All right, Eddie, let's go to the Lakers last night. And I really don't – I'm sure we talked about it with you, but I don't remember where you were Chris on and the I, Russ, right. Russell Westbrook as a fit with the Lakers – Tell us where you were. Tell us wh- where you are now, like, and what you think is wrong with the Lakers. Why they, you know, they're 16 and 16. They're the seventh seed in the West. And I get it. 
there's injuries and LeBron's been out and AD's out. Now we get all that, but still, they've also lost some bad Oklahoma City and twice had an easy schedule so far. So, what do you think is wrong with the Lakers? Well, we I think we all understood from the gate when we found out Russell Westbrook was coming. It wasn't the right. It wasn't the perfect fit. It wasn't a fit to where everybody say that's the piece they needed to put them over the hump. It was a piece where you say, oh. They're going to have to work with this. We're going to have to find a way to make this work as opposed to adding this piece just makes things go smoothly. I think with with AD being hurt, you know, also not playing well. AD hasn't played well, and I think with LeBron being out as well, I think this is the thing when we look at Russ, right? When Russ feels like he has to do it, he he makes mistakes because he's pressing and he's trying to make something happen. Not a fault to what – his heart is, but a fault to what the results are, okay? Right. And I, I think that's the most important thing that when Anthony Davis came back for that brief stint and LeBron was out there, he was able to say, you know what? I don't got to do too much. I could just let, like when he said let the game come to him, I could just let it flow and let it come to me. And I, and he was looking, he was playing good basketball. Now I think with AD going down, it's again, it's like, a fire is lit underneath, like, okay, I got to do something because our guy went down, somebody got to step up, we got to – and it's almost – you're moving so fast and with the right intentions but with bad results coming out of the end. I think that's where Russell's fault is But we with with the team. But I'd much rather have a guy like that to where you say, hey, kind of reel it in than have to try to force a guy to, to push it to another level. Um, but it, it's not him, it's not LeBron. It's the others as well. I mean, the team is just not that good. You know, right. if you look at it, the team is the team is not constructed well. They have been in, you know, they have some injuries and things like that, but that's not a team that when you put it together, yeah, on paper, maybe eight years ago, that looked like a fantastic <laughs> roster. Eight years ago, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But right, right now. They could have played with your things, big three in Boston. That's right. They could have gave y'all right. a you know, for the In money. the grand scheme of things, you look at where, where it is now and how the game is being played now, it's, it's different. I think they're, they're a slower team, they're a bigger team, but they're a non-shooting team, and that's what was killing them. It, it was amazing last night that the Suns, Eddie, shot three of 22 from three in the first half and still led at halftime. Well, I mean, you know, I think people are are like sleeping on the Suns, even though, you know, that's a basketball team that has been constructed like normal basketball teams are. You got a big that rebounds, takes care of the paint work. You have a point guard who's an orchestrator. And then you have your assassin killer, in D book. And then you got wing guys that can come in that are pretty much the same size, that can switch like sizes and do a whole a, a, a plethora of things defensively. That's a good basketball team. And I think people kind of overlook the fact that they went to the finals last year. They had an opportunity um, to win it, but they came back and then they only got better. Only problem is when you when you're up 2-0 when you choke down four straight People are going to dismiss you. I, I think that's natural to say. Like, no, uh, no but, but they but were young. Tough. Yeah, they've no, gotten I'm better. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. It's your I'm first saying. Time people were crowning Chris a... Paul. People were like talking. Devin Booker was the next Kobe. I mean, it was all premature. And I'm just saying. I'm I'm giving you the reason why people, until they show you and win, people are going to question them. I, that's all. 
Well, you know what? I, I think that's that's the day we're living in. Is it's a moment that's captured that goes on social media, that's on TV, and people run with that moment and really don't think about really what that moment really means. Is that moment they capture something, but they got to build on it, and can they build on it? I think that that's where we're at in society now, to where we get a bunch of moments and people overreact on everything. You know, and either, either they overreact or underreact on certain things. And I think a lot of people underreacted at the fact that, that they did lose the finals. Yeah. But you underreacted on the fact that they came back with the same team and they got better. And with that experience, all teams, just like Milwaukee, had to go through the fire before they were crowned. And Phoenix is one of them teams that are coming back and they just, you can see their experiences is paying off. Eddie, two part question. If you were a Nets player, how would you feel about the situation with Kyrie, him coming back just to play road games? And how do you think it's going to work? Well, is he taking my minutes? I'm mad in a month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a real, that's that's a real, real player right, right there. Right. That's yeah, real. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that, for real, for real. Like, I'm, I'm upset at that, especially if I've been playing well. And then that, that's a situation that the coach got to figure out, and then they got to politic that, and then it's going to be a bunch of stuff. Now people might be looking sideways, and the locker room might change. The dynamic inside the locker room might went from a good locker room, happy locker room, to like, man, some dissension somewhere. But at the same time, um, they need it. You know, they, they can't have KD at the risk of the organization who is the face of, the, uh, of that team is KD. You can't run the risk of running him into the ground and not giving yourself an opportunity. The windows are small to win championships, and they have a window right now. So I think that, yeah, would you be upset? But then would you have to check that feeling to say, man, at the end of the day, does this give us the best opportunity? Because we are playing to win. I'm playing to get a contract or I'm playing to get – whatever it is, to play more minutes and, be, you know, be a, to, to solidify myself in this league, does it benefit me? Does it benefit the team for us to have this? And for us, it, does it help us have a chance to win a championship? And if that does, I think that's where egos have to get checked. And I think egos get checked all over the place. And it's not only on in the basketball court, football field. I think that's in business in general. Uh, hey. Sometimes you have to sit back and say, hey, man, what's for the greater good? Hey, Eddie, 20 seconds. If they get to the NBA Finals and he can't play the four home games, they have the number one seed and they lose in the finals, will it have been worth it? I think he's going to get his vaccination by then. He's going to be like, hey, I got to go get this thing so I can play in these games. We got to win it. That'd be interesting. You're right. No, I'm serious. Like, would it be all worth it if you get to that point and they don't have him for four games and they lose in the finals? Then I think people. I do you, think it'd be worth it because you might. Okay, I don't think they can get to the. I don't think they can win it without him. Okay. I'm I don't think asking. they could get to the final. I don't think they could actually get to the finals without him as well. I mean, I think that there is some tough teams over there that you know you get hot, hot at the right time and injuries. You know, if 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 one thing ain't right for New Jersey, say if James Harden or KD, one of those two guys ain't right going into it, they don't have a shot. Right. All right. That's our man Eddie House. Eddie, man, have a great holiday. Merry Christmas, holiday. you and Merry the family, Christmas, my man. man. Y'all enjoy family yourself. You guys, man. Everybody be safe, man, and God bless. All right, brother. Peace. It's more. It's our most controversial segment of the week. Shop Talk is next. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It is The Odd Couple. 
Fox Sports Radio, Countdown to Christmas, unbelievable. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard. And what are we doing now? Is it time for uh, sources say? Now it's shop talk. You were right there, Rob. You were right around what we were looking for, and that, that's cool. <laughs> you know how bad it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, Rob, uh, shop talk. You know, it can happen easily. You know? Few drinks become few too many. It's time <laughs> to go. You think of calling for a ride home? Nah. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill somebody. Drive sober or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. Again, NHTSA is sponsoring Shop Talk, the segment where we discuss something happening outside of the world of sports. And, Rob, you know Christmas is right around the corner. I give you a B-minus on that read. There you go. No, I, wasn't, I, a I wasn't planning uh, on doing the read, that's but right. Chris likes to, to leave in, in the middle of every uh, commercial break. It just wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, was missing. Christmas is this weekend. Everybody's yes. uh, done most of their shopping, allegedly. Um, we know Rob Parker's done. He already gave us all our fantastic gifts. Chris sent us some gifts. It was fantastic as well. And uh, everybody's happy with what they got, obviously. But it got us all thinking here on the show, aside from what you got this year from Chris Broussard and Rob Parker, what is your favorite all-time Christmas gift that you have ever received? Mm. We will start with Chris Broussard because he's got here. It's hard for me to narrow it down to one. Um I know when I was a kid, I loved the superhero dolls, right? Like Batman, right? Uh, GI Joe. When I got those, it was like awesome. Um, electric football. Yeah, I had GI Joe, Joe with, with Kung Fu grip. Remember that? I don't Life think I had hair. the Kung Fu grip. Yeah, he, he, he was a brother. Or at right. least his hair he was the, like a brother. Right. Like, that was called lifelike hair and Kung Fu right. grip. Right. <laughs> I don't think I had the Kung Fu grip. That was in the later versions, right? Yes. But electric football, remember that, Rob? Yep, I do. When I got new electric football teams, that was awesome. I used to love that. My most practical gift and probably what ended up being the best gift I ever had was a bike. And I was, I think I was in like second grade, first or second grade, and my parents bought me a bike. And it was, Rob, what we called a bus, Remember the buses like it had the handlebars that were kind of corny? Right, right. And I, I wanted do. a 10-speed. I wanted to be all you cool with no a 10-speed. Speed, right. And it was a bus. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my boys down the street had 10-speeds and all that. But I'm telling you, I rode that bus till the wheels fall, fell, fell off. off, man. I was doing jumping ramps with that thing. The other dudes had dirt bikes and everything. And so uh, that was probably my best gift. I had that from, like, first grade. Till I ended up getting a I, ten speed in like t- uh, eighth grade, and I, so I would, uh, that was probably I, my best. Part. I would say this: I got two. One when I was a kid, we I, we got a ping pong table. In my neighborhood, everybody had ping pong tables. We used to have like a ping pong league and play at each other's houses. So uh-huh. I wanted my own ping pong table, and it was a big gift. I was just thrilled that we finally had one in our house—a ping pong right, table. Right. And as an adult, it was actually. Uh, Last Christmas, wow! When my niece, yes, Brandy got me are. Balenciagas. Those that's those, your best gift. That yes, she or just me the meaning, the fact she, that she just did. Bought, for my niece, you know, who's like thirty years old, Chris, to buy me seven hundred dollar 
shoes, sneakers, whatever you want to call them, shoes, boots. Uh, it just, and I said to her, what are you doing? Why would you do that? And she said, all the stuff you've ever done for me, you brought me my first car. It was just beautiful. You know what I mean? She's, so it's she's more a, the thought Yeah, that she would go out and want to buy something the, nice right, for right. her uncle like that. A $700 gift from a 30-year-old buying it for their uncle. I think that's a lot. Rob G., what about you? No, this is good. Um, I don't know what my favorite is per se, but two of them come to mind. One of them, a couple of years ago, my wife got me my very first and only pair of Timberland boots. Really? Now... Just because I thought it was cool to have wow. Tim boots and walk around like, yeah, I got Tim. Because you never had Tim. Never so had back Tim. in the day when everybody right. was rocking Timbos, you Didn't were like, Didn't you were rocking like the little fake Timbos. Yeah, and and to me, <laughs> I like that they made me look taller. So that was cool too. Oh, see, there but, you go. But the, right? the one well, gift that, that really Tim. stood out to me as a kid, like you, Chris, I, I got a bike for Christmas one time. And my parents, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, so they got one that was a lot bigger than what I was ready for, just so I could grow into it. Right. Well, right. they, they went to outgrow. Yeah, it, they right. went a little too big to a point where I never <laughs> rode it. And to never the, to this day, wait, I wait. Are you serious? I do not know how to ride a bike to this day. That's what? crazy. Yeah. It was that big. It you was that big. What kind of bike? What size? It bike was like did they it was like a you? huffy bike, but I was maybe like six, and so you, I, I, it was like built for like you a teenager. Couldn't reach the pedal. I couldn't reach the pedals. Right, so right. I, I just so by the, and by the time you got old, I was just like I wasn't interested anymore. So I wow. never learned how to ride a bike. Alex, real quick, wow. what do you got, man? Best Christmas gift. It's easy, man. I go back to my not, childhood. Not a plant. <laughs> All right, you can't be giving people plants. I'm just saying. It's God okay. given. I'm just okay. saying, not grass. Not oh a plant, my God. Nothing like that. I would say it's probably back to my younger days. When I grew up as a young lad with the world in his eyes was the Xbox, the first ever Microsoft Xbox. Did you stay up all night on it? Oh, Rob, I have memories of me going to my buddy's house, eight kids, two separate rooms, four on four, playing Xbox Halo forever. One of my greatest memories. Loved it. Wow. Wow, that is great, man. That is great. Alex, something tells me you used to sleep with that Merry Christmas. Keep it locked. We got an hour left. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.